Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. This afternoon, I would like to discuss persecution, that is, the persecution of the church, the word itself. Persecution means to be pursued. Paul wrote that believers would be hunted down as wild animals. He also wrote in Romans 8, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. So Paul was writing from a first century perspective, and we know the accuracy of his statements because prior to his salvation, he participated in the persecution of believers, so much so that we read in the book of Acts that Paul was breathing out threats against the church like a wild animal. He was possessed with the destruction of church. Now, let me say at this point that the church or the ecclesia is not a building with a steeple. It is not a building with a cross on top of it. I'm talking about the called-out assembly or group called the uh, called church or the ecclesia, the called-out one. So what is it that individuals of this world do not like about the ecclesia? Well, in Paul's day, the, uh, the, the Romans believed that the Christians were atheists. They called them atheoi, which is a which was very interesting. And the reason why the Romans called the Christians atheoi is because they did not worship the the Caesars. They were not involved in the cult of Caesar. And so therefore they were considered atheists. They were not a part of the religion of the state, which was emperor worship. And so they received this designation. They did not confess Caesar, believing ones confessed the crucified, buried, and risen Jesus Christ as Lord. And so this caused no small consternation uh, in Rome uh, because of their confession. But there is this all this also this curious paradox in that these believing ones pay their taxes, they respected the emperor, they respected the people 
they comport themselves as they should have in society. Uh, they were great citizens. Yet, they were considered uh, undesirable in society. Now, there were some uh, very difficult and terrible persecutions of the Luke's. And if you read First and Second Peter, if you read the book of Acts, if you also read the book of Hebrews, uh, and you would get some knowledge and some background uh, about the persecution of believing. All, read also First and Second Thessalonians. Now, curiously enough, Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 33, Jesus said these words, quote, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you, or ye shall have tribulation. But be of the cheer, I have overcome the world. Or it's possible. So, I want to take a look at the second sentence uh, and look into it a little deeper. In the quote, in the world, you shall have tribulation. But in the Greek, it reads more precisely: in the world, you will be in tight places. In the world you will be in tight places. So here is Jesus' prophetic announcement to believing ones about their presence in the world. And in no uncertain terms, he wants believers to know what will happen because they belong to him and because they have been graced out they have been graced out of this age because they have believed into the person of Jesus Christ as Savior. Now, I know that today some people might say that one must accept Jesus as his or her personal Savior. But I want you to know the language of the New Testament. The unsaved ones are called apistoi. That is, those without faith. John, in uh, the Gospel of John, uses the term uh, believe over 98 times. He uses the word believe. Believe into the person of Jesus. We are to believe into him. And so, then, according to the scripture, when the, an individual receives the gospel, First Corinthians chapter 15, you believe the gospel that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again the third day for our justification. So you read the book of Romans. And the Bible states that the one who believes into the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved. And so it is very important that believing ones understand the significance and of what the salvation means. And this news, this good news is still being published in this world. 
of artificial intelligence in this world. Of, uh, well, this this fragmented age I'm going to see at this point. There's so much going on that fragments the soul, that haunts the soul, that disfigures the individual. And here's this wonderful gospel message that says an individual can have eternal life through Jesus Christ. Now, according to the scripture, God, that is, in the person of Jesus Christ, shed his blood on Calvary. First John, John 3.16 reads, For God so loved the world that he gave as a gift his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him, believes into him, should not die, but have eternal life. I want you to really hear these words today. I want you to really understand the significance of God's great gift. And if you are troubled today, if you don't know where to turn today, if you have experienced rejection, if you have or, or you are depressed, you are angry, you believe that you have been discounted, you believe that you don't matter, I want you to know that you matter to God. I want you to know that you matter to Jesus Christ. And right now, at this moment, you can bow your head and you can confess to God that you are a sinner. You have practiced sin. You have believed in sin. You have done things that you wish you never would have done. You are of some of the things that you have done. You're tired of holding on to lies. You're tired of the secret life. You want to be free. The Bible says that Jesus can set you free and that he will set you free. But you have to come before him and you have to confess to God that you really want Jesus. And guess what God will do? God will give you a brand new life. Oh, you can have a new life today that is wonderful. You can have God's own peace. You can be released from the, the lie of this age, the lies of this age, the, the way you have treated yourself, the way you have polluted yourself. You can get all that stuff up. People have told you that you can continue to pollute yourself, and the more you pollute yourself, we accept you. Walk away from that. God will make you whole again. God will bring back your sanity that you missed. God will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten away. God will give you a brand new life and a brand new way to look at yourself. And you're going to stop being so hard on yourself. And you're going to stop feeling so down about yourself. And you're going to stand up. You're going to live. And you're going to prosper. If you have a copy of the Word of God near you, you know, of a, a Bible near you, pick up the Bible. Read John chapter 3. Then read First Corinthians 15. Then read the book of Ephesians, in which Paul says that you are accepted in the Beloved. You are accepted. If there are those who told you, you would never be accepted. We never wanted you. 
God loves you. God loves you. God has a brand new life for you. Why is the church persecuted by unbelievers? Because of this wonderful message. This message of love. This message of peace. This message that the devil does not want propagated in his in his world. This is the devil's world. This is the devil's world. And that's why people are so fragmented. That's why you read about the horrors and the terrible things that people say and do to one another. But God has a brand new world for you. God wants to bring you out of homosexuality. God wants to bring you out of behavior that is destroying you. You don't want to be a robot. You don't want to be abused. You don't want to sign a contract in blood. You don't want to give your life over to torture and ruin. You don't want to sacrifice your children. You don't want to abuse your children. You don't want to give your life up to drugs. You don't want cocaine. You don't want amphetamine. You don't want ecstasy. You don't want all these other drugs in your body. You want to be clean. You want to be free. My friend, let me tell you, God knows exactly where you are. God knows exactly what you need, and you need Jesus. You need Jesus. Jesus will set you free. You want to be free of pornography? You said you can't put it down? God will teach you how to let, how to let go of pornography so that you can start ruining your marriage and having a secret life apart from your wife so that you can stop discounting her and begin to love her. God has a wonderful life for you, my friend, my brother. Give up the hidden life. Stop being less than you can truly be. God has a wonderful life for you. Why is the church persecuted? Because of this message of freedom in Christ Jesus. This message of love, this message of hope, this message of redemption. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.